0: The year was 1995. Tony Hawk and Matt Hoffman are crowned champions in the first ever X Games in Newport, Rhode Island. Windows 95 was the second most installed piece of software on computers. The first, Doom. And some stolen diamonds in a ratty wheelchair cushion almost spelled Doom for Jackie Chan's first trip to the Big Apple.
1: GameZillaMedia.com
0: It's time for the Last Action Parkers! Hot shot. Hey, okay, motherfucker. I feel the need. Remain for, me for
2: me. Please, we can kill it.
0: I have come here
1: to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum.
2: Come with me if you want to live.
0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ. With me. Sitting immediately to my left it the is...
1: Sphinx. Hello, Sphinx. How are you today? I am doing great. How are you, LPJ?
0: I'm all right. It's good to see your face. It's. I wish I could say the same, but I can't. Fair enough. You know whose face that we're both happy to see? Who? It's a gentleman sitting in between us. We have a special guest today on this fantastic episode of the Last Action Podcast. Friend of mine. I've known him for 30 plus years.
2: Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Excited
0: to be here. I'm excited to have you here. I'm really excited that we're cuddling together here in the studio. It's really, it's kind of off-putting, but I'll allow it. Okay.
2: It's nice. It's a nice reception. Yes. yes
0: well, good. So we, so we brought Joe in uh, because I would classify him as an expert in this movie. And by expert, I mean he's seen it about as many times as I have, which, you know, I consider myself an expert.
1: You're not an expert in anything.
0: Mm, I'm an expert in this. So today, our movie we'll is the first... Probably the only Jackie Chan movie we'll do.
1: I disagree. I want a Rush Hour episode.
0: Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I love Rush Hour. <laughs> well, today, fortunately, we're not talking about Rush Hour. We are talking about 1995's Rumble in the Bronx. So, yeah. Nick, what do, you, what do you remember about this movie? It's Sphinx. Sphinx. What do you remember Jesus about this Jesus Christ. It's
1: Sphinx. We just started the goddamn show. <laughs> What is wrong with you? We literally had a conversation before we started this that you can't do this and you're already doing it. I can't
0: help it. Your name is Spinks, awful. Spinks, damn it. Your name is terrible. Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> what was the question? You got me all pissed. The question was, <laughs> what, what, is, what What? was your first impression of this movie? Was it today? Like seeing the movie this week, I mean? um, In its entirety,
1: yes, it was. I, I've seen little bits and pieces of it because a couple of the scenes I'm like I've definitely seen this before, um, but to watch it from beginning and end uh, this past week is the first time I have seen it in entirety. And I will have to say um, this is the first movie since we've been doing the podcast that I've had to pay to rent it. So you both owe me like a dollar fifty because it was two ninety nine rental I on Amazon. A, I had
0: to I had to pay for it myself actually. So uh, I'm not giving you anything.
1: That doesn't change the fact that you owe me either two ninety nine or a dollar fifty. However, you two on a
0: Break this up. We'll, dis- by me. we'll discuss. We'll, we'll talk about that later. All right, Joe. Um,
2: you and I have a very shared history of seeing this movie. It's, it's true. When I mean, we we saw it in the theaters together is is what I'm remembering. We saw it
0: twice in the theaters together. The first time, I don't think you remember. Uh, you know i'm i'm trying to, I'm, no no cuz we had talked about this before and I, yeah i was <laughs> we trying to kind of
2: piece it together like i have a vague like i feel like you're going to start talking i'm going to be like yeah that makes sense I, to me i
0: don't remember the exact time we saw it but we saw it when it first came out right. um, you had brought the movie to my attention i didn't even realize it was coming out and then right. you brought it to my attention one summer and um we went and saw it I, it was either at showcase westland or possibly the quivadas or it might have might have even been um, the AMC Livonia, the one that was at Wonderland Mall. Yeah,
2: that's I I, I recall it being the the Wonderland. Yeah, AM, AMC. Yeah, that's yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure that's what
0: it what it was. And. um, I mean, that was, I, like,
2: right next to your guys' house. Yes. Yeah,
0: we walked. Like we walked, 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 walked to that. We'd walk, right? we, we did, yeah. We he, did. We he, walked. I'm, I'm sure he rode his bike to my yeah. house. And
2: we walked up there.
0: And then we walked through the neighborhood to the movie theater. We did that a lot.
2: But uh, my my kind of, like, where my recollection, recollection is kind of having trouble is we weren't, I mean, this movie's bizarrely rated R. Yes. And we definitely weren't old enough to get no, into it at we the we were time. not old enough to get into it. So I'm not sure of that obstacle, how we got through that. The
0: first time it wasn't an issue. The second time is where it was the issue. Okay. The second time we went to see this at um, the terrace. Okay.
2: See, this is yes. This is this coming is coming back, back now. Yeah.
0: And it was a dollar show. So they used to always do dollar shows on um,
2: Wednesdays, right? No, it
0: was every day. And then they had seventy-five oh, cents. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Tuesdays were seventy-five cents. Yeah.
0: We, you know, we might even been a Tuesday seventy-five cent. Day. It might have been. So my mom drives us up to the terrace. We go to buy tickets, and.
1: But you had to get driven to the Terrace because that's just across the street from AMC 10. (laughs) No. That was
0: too far away (laughs) No, because It was was across the main road. It was across (laughs) both Road. Oh, God. (laughs) Look out,
2: people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mom, can you please drive me to the Terrace? It's too far away.
0: (laughs) Don't even start. You want to do voices? I'll do voices. (laughs) So we go to the Terrace and we go to buy our tickets and they won't sell them to us. I wouldn't sell it to you either. So, and, and by that time, my mom had already left. She's just dropped us off. We, we left. So our only option was to buy tickets for a different movie <laughs> and try and go in. I've
1: done
2: that. So do you remember which movie we had ended up buying tickets for? Well, I, I, I'm i trying to remember because I, I seem to recall a time when we bought tickets for another movie and then couldn't get into what we were trying to sneak into Right, and then had to watch... We didn't have to, but we stayed and watched this entire terrible movie. Yes. Is this the, time, this that I is think the time? Well, if that's the case, then I believe it was the truth about Cats and Dogs. You are 100% <laughs> correct. Starring Uma Thurman and Janine Garofalo. You
0: are 100% correct. We bought our tickets. She's like, the lady says, this is an already movie. I can't sell you these tickets. We're like, oh, come on. We already saw the movie once. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care. So we're like, all right, we'll get tickets for the truth about cats and dogs. <laughs> That's yeah.
1: what you went with. Huh? And yeah.
0: then I assume she alerted the guy who is ripping tickets because we go inside <laughs> and we go to to get into our movie and he's like, uh uh-uh. uh. How old are you guys? Uh like
2: fifteen. Fifteen. 15. Okay. Yeah, probably fifteen. It, it was like the one time at the terrace someone was checking like tickets and seeing where you were going into the theater. Oh
0: yeah. The only time. We've never <laughs> had that issue before. And it's for this movie. This movie I mean, I get why it's rated R, but it's real borderline rated
2: R. There's yeah. a lot of worse
0: stuff I've seen.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's probably, I mean, we can get into it later, but I think it's more of a sign of when it came out. I mean, it's pretty tame, I, I feel like, by today's standards. Yeah, I totally
0: agree.
1: Yeah, I don't even think, they don't drop an F-bomb at all, do they? They do. There's some swear
2: words, There, but. There's a couple f It's weird. Perhaps.
0: Well, yeah, you know we'll, well, we can get to it later. Yeah, sorry. we'll get to it later. There's a, there's a couple weird things that I wanted to talk about with the dialogue in this. Um was do. So yeah, so about. then we ended up having to sit through The Truth of But we didn't have to sit yeah, through the whole thing. Yeah, we stayed hands. for the whole thing. We no, stayed that was for the, the weird movie, thing. You, when
1: you guys really enjoyed it, terrible. didn't you? You it held hands and everything. No, dude, it was it was, nice was, nice it was bad.
2: I don't I can't tell you one thing about it, but I remember <laughs> we did not enjoy it, but we didn't leave for some reason. We, we didn't, stayed. I
0: don't know why we stayed. I really don't know. You know, it might have had something to do with the fact that my mom wasn't coming to pick us up it until after the movie We couldn't
2: cross that busy street. No,
0: obviously not. Or find something else to do.
1: Let me ask you this. Yeah. LPJ. Yep. If I went into your house right now, yes. and went through and rummaged through your video collection, you're telling me right now I wouldn't see the truth about cats and dogs? 100% tell. Cuz I'm fairly certain it's probably in there.
0: No, I can guarantee you. <laughs> I, I can I can guarantee you I don't own any Janine Garofalo vehicles. <laughs>
1: I'm going to have to factor I this f- I don't even know. the I'm going to break into your house in the middle of the night and check. <laughs>
0: scare your children. I'll let you in my house. No, I want to break in. That's more fun. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't think you have the mental capacity or the <laughs> wow. or the dexterity to break into my well, house. Well, I'll give you the dexterity,
1: but besides that, anyway.
0: Yeah. Speaking of dexterity, I don't know where I was going with that. So this movie stars Jackie Chan. The fuck. <laughs> and, uh, and this is really, this isn't Jackie Chan's... First movie in the U.S., but it is his big breakout in the U.S.
1: Yes, that's right. true. Yeah. That's correct.
0: Mm-hmm. This is the first movie that really kind of put him on the map as far as being um, not just a Hong Kong action star, but an action star in his own right around the world. I mean, this is really the big movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, it kind of opened up his American film career. You know, like, Rush Hour was a couple of years after this, and it was probably a direct result of the success and kind of the notoriety he got from this movie. Being popular in the United States,
0: yeah. Not only that, um, it also opened the door for people like Jet Li um, to 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 have you know his Hong Kong action movies made here uh, or shown here. Uh, It really opened up that whole world. Uh, Movies like uh, movies that John Woo directed uh, later on. He's obviously one of the biggest uh, action directors uh in asian cinema of all time and in and, and here you know uh, action directors of all time and it opened up a chance for him to make movies like hard target which he made with john claude van damme shortly after uh he made mission impossible 2 uh broken arrow which is another movie uh that uh, we all have fun well i have fond <laughs> memories of
1: oh i do too but we're not talking about broken arrow No,
0: but <laughs> yeah so, so that's uh th- this movie was very groundbreaking in that fact that it, that it opened up a whole world of of uh, of movies to an American audience that really hadn't previously seen them.
2: Yeah, and I think it was also at a time, you know, I mean, this is going to sound like the old fogey part, but before the internet was prevalent, you know, before you could stream stuff, you could do all this. So it was like a lot of people's first chance to see a Jackie Chan movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, all this stuff in Hong Kong, maybe you could get a bootleg, maybe, but this was a chance to see it and see what he does and see how they make movies over there. And I think it was really groundbreaking in that kind of sense i agree absolutely since you guys were a little bit older do you remember like was this publicized
1: like was it on tv like commercials and stuff like that yeah Yeah. i I
2: remember like trailers and stuff like commercials on tv and stuff and like that's kind of how i got in my you know head you know to see it i remember being pumped when it came out gotcha Mm -hmm. And, and
0: i we were i was not only pumped when it came out i was pumped like when it came on video as well, I never ended up buying it because you had it. Which yeah, you I, have the video sitting right in front of you. A
2: great visual for the podcast. I do have my VHS <laughs> copy of Rumble in the Bronx. And is that I, the original? Is that
1: like the first time you bought it, or is that a, a
2: no? This yeah, this is the nice. the one that I bought. And I, I, I maybe to explain to your you know listeners who are <laughs> younger, a VHS. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it's kind of like a Blu-ray except the quality is terrible uh-huh. and there's the added bonus that the machine playing it might eat it and destroy it at any given moment.
0: Yeah, that's that's always uh, mm-hmm. always a threat. Now, you know, streaming services, they're really not going to eat your movie.
2: No. You
1: also not. might have to adjust the tracking so that you can see it properly. If it
0: even works. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I no longer have a VCR but I still have this, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't have a VCR either. Uh, which I kind of miss, because there's another movie that we'll talk about at some point um, that the VHS tape really holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> well, it's a G.I. movie. We're going to talk about it at a later date. Great. Uh-huh. You're a thrill about that one. Can't wait. All right, so, um, so again, like I said, this movie stars Jackie Chan in one of his big breakout roles, uh, his big breakout role. As far as the rest of the cast goes, I mean, they're, they're no I don't know who they're, they are. They're, they're Asian character actors, and they're actors that have been in a fair amount of his movies. Uh, they're friends of his. They're other stunt. Because he's basically an actor, stunt coordinator, stunt man. I mean, that's really what he does. And there's, other, there's a lot of other actors in this movie, a lot of the thugs, that are stunt actors um, that are associated with his... He has his own stunt team, his own whole stunt empire, and there are people that are that work directly with him all the time, and and he's, they're in most of his movies.
2: And I and I think a lot of them were like locals. If you look them up, it's like Canadian actor slash stuntman. Like that's yeah. their credits.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this movie was filmed in in Vancouver. They couldn't really film it in New York. It was a lot cheaper to film it in Vancouver, uh, so that's where they did basically everything. And In fact, you can see mountains in the background. I was going to say, it is
1: clearly obvious that this movie is not filmed in New York when that's you correct. can see the snow top mountains.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that was a little bit of an issue. There was a lot of things that they had to kind of hide. There was some Vancouver license plates, all <clears> sorts of things. Yeah.
1: They tried. And so. actually, I was, I was looking at something. Chan knew that that stuff was kind of seen, and he didn't care. He's like, that really wasn't the focus. He didn't think that was going to take anything away from it. And he's right. It doesn't. Even though I see snow-covered <laughs> mountains in the background of New York City, it does, <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter to me at all.
0: Yeah, the reality is this movie, and a lot of his movies, really, the plot doesn't matter. No. It's yeah. really all about no, the stunts in the yeah, action. Yeah,
2: it's really like kind of like, here's some stuff that's going to get you from one action sequence to the next. Yeah, and that's all it basically. really is.
0: Yeah, and that's what... This movie's a perfect example of that. I mean, the plot is... Not confusing, but definitely paper thin and really not held together very well.
1: No. So no.
0: let's, I guess, let's get into the plot a little bit here.
1: Do we, or do you want to talk about the director or anything like that?
0: Uh, there, I don't have a ton on the director. He's.
1: Oh. What do you have? I, look at this. Sphinx, all right, look
0: at this. Sphinx did some research. What do you got?
1: So the director is Stanley Tong. Yeah. Right, and he would like to perform the stunts. Before the actors would.
2: Yeah, I saw that. That's yeah. you know, really interesting to make sure they were safe. And if he was going to ask someone to do him, he was like, well, I'll do it myself. Yeah. Which is interesting considering the number of people that got hurt making this
0: movie. Exactly
1: right. And one of the famous scenes, we'll get to in a moment, but when he jumps from the parking garage to that building, yeah, he, Tong made that jump yeah. that to is show Chan <laughs> like, this is how it's supposed to go down. that blows my
0: mind i had no idea about that and that stunt is cool like the uh the outtakes that you see at the end it's the footage of him completing that stunt yeah you know and then the aftermath of them all cheering for him
2: yeah the
1: only other thing i have on Tong, i have two other things so he only has one english-speaking movie Did did any of you look at what this was no. I did not know. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it is Mr. Magoo from 1997 <laughs> with Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I, I double checked and everything. It's sure as shit. He is the director of <laughs> Mr. Magoo. <laughs> like, how does that even fit into any of this type of, you know. I don't Johnny's even know what to action. say to that.
2: Action. I mean, I've never seen it. Maybe it's really stunt heavy.
1: Oh, I've never seen it either, but it was a huge bomb. Apparently <laughs> it cost like $25 million to make, and they made like $6 million in the, in, uh, in the box office. <laughs> so he was one and done when it came to actually English-speaking movies.
0: Wow, I am dumbfounded by that.
1: <laughs> now, he's still a huge hit in China. So yeah. he most recently did a movie with Jackie Chan last year in 2017 called Kung Fu Yoga.
0: Yeah, I've actually heard of that movie. Have you? It yeah. made
1: $250 million in China.
0: That's that's wow. It is awesome. the
1: highest grossing movie ever for Jackie Chan. Wow. Huh. In China. <laughs> so, Tong couldn't make it with Mr. Magoo in the U.S., <laughs> but the Chinese still love him. You know Which, what? there's a billion people there,
2: so I guess he doesn't give a shit.
0: Maybe if Jackie Chan had been Mr. Magoo and not Leslie Nielsen.
2: Ooh, that's, that's a movie I'd like to see. I
0: would kind of like to see that as well. <laughs> they should get back together. Somebody get Tong it. on the phone. Yeah, yes. T- tong? No, he's that,
1: that
2: That was terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was good. All right. We we're ready for uh, this plot here?
0: <laughs> Whatever there is <laughs> of it. Yeah. Whatever there is of
1: it. That's true. I guess I'll go through the motions here, and you guys chime in when you want. Yep. So Jackie Chan's character is Keong. Is that right? Am I saying that yes, right? Keong, Keong. Yes, Keong. Keong? Yeah. He is uh, He's picked up from the airport by Uncle Bill.
0: That's a that the whole uncle thing is a huge trope in a lot of Jackie Chan's movies and his TV shows. He's never with his parents; he's always with an uncle. If there is an older relative involved in it. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, Uncle Bill's getting married to a black lady, which I, that's fine. You know, mixing of the <laughs> that's cultures weird, is great. Because it doesn't sound like it's fine to <laughs> you. No, it is. It's perfectly fine. I have nothing against that. <laughs> you
0: just alienated a lot of our I, audience right now. I'm away. just
1: saying it. It. it, it we did will not take,
0: be doing American history. It yet, did take stinks. me by surprise. That's
1: all. It just took me by surprise. <laughs> you know, he's he's in the Bronx, and it's like the Chinatown hey, area of the okay, Bronx. Okay, Trump, move on. And you know what? Don't you dare call me that, <laughs> please. Anyway, they go up to the apartment, uh-huh. you know, Uncle Bill's apartment. He meets uh, the neighbor kid, which is Danny, which he is handicapped. I don't really know what's wrong with him. He, he's, he's in a wheelchair. wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I'm pretty sure the handicap's kind of obvious. He can't but walk. He, he walks, <laughs> well, he walks with crutches, I think, yeah. at yeah, a certain point, he too, Maybe he's so. got like, a master or something. Did you,
1: did you notice, what did Jackie Chan throw at him for some random reason? What did he throw at him? He yeah. gave him
2: a, he gave gave him him a game, game gear. gear. That, yeah, it's but like but a game gear. No, no, game, in no game in it. It drove me crazy. Every <laughs> yeah. time they showed it, there was no game in it. Was it. Like,
0: it was played away. I forgot how big that thing was. Game gear? Yeah. It
2: was pretty sweet. Yeah. That's
1: it's like every time funny. they showed it, yeah. there's no game. No, there's nothing in it. Yeah. I always wanted one. Anyway. uh, So, anyway, Uncle Bill's going to sell his market. He's got a supermarket. He's going to sell it in the Bronx to a chick named Elena, right? So they are finalizing this deal, um... In this office where there's like a mirror, but you can see through the mirror type of deal. So this is where Lena first sees
2: Jackie yeah, Chan he's flexing mirror. his muscles yeah, and all that good I, stuff. One of, one of the notes I took says uh, Jackie Chan equals bicep goals because he's got some good arms. He does. He has some and good they're, arms. They're, they're yeah, pretty yeah, impressive.
0: And and this is very indicative. This whole scene is very indicative of Jackie Chan's influence as an actor. He was a big. Inf- he was very highly influenced by people like Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin um, and uh, Bruce Lee. And so, his goal as an actor, it was one of the interviews I, I read. Um, his goal as an actor was to combine all of those elements the silent acting with the Pratt Fall comedy, along with the uh, high level martial arts of Bruce Lee. And, and that's what all of his movies are trying to entail. I like that. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. Um, the deal goes through, uh, but that evening. Uh, Keong wakes up to a gang of... They got, like, dirt bikes, it looked like, right? They are doing some racing <laughs> a, in the streets. There's a lot
2: of dirt bikes <laughs> in a, the movie. Right? They and,
1: are dirt bikes, right? Yet we're in yeah, the concrete jungle of New York City. But
0: did you notice every single one of those street thugs looked like enemies you would fight in Streets of Ranch?
2: <laughs> 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 Wait, and, and can I say something? Because this is, like, a really weird point, but I noticed it. I, I watched this movie twice before this. But, like, his pajamas, like, were they weird? They were so, Did anyone that was else so like, weird. <laughs> his, he was, like, wearing one piece. Yeah, it was like a wrestling singlet, but it yeah. was, like, made of, like, you know, like cotton or something. Like underwear material. Yeah. He was, was wearing an underwear wrestling singlet. It was really weird. I was, like, is because I couldn't remember why this movie was rated R. I'm, like, is it rated R because of these pajamas? I think it was rated R because you could totally see his balls. You could. Dude. And that was, it was, it was very, <laughs> it like, was really yeah, bad. it was really weird. And I was, like, that's an interesting choice. For the pajamas. I don't get it. Yeah, that was weird.
1: Um, So, you know, the racing's going on. Uncle Bill, though, because he's getting married, has someone that he knows. He has their fancy car. I don't know if it was a Rolls-Royce or what it was. Yeah, it was a Rolls-Royce limousine. But I definitely wouldn't have parked that in the street. <laughs> but he did.
0: We're also going to park
1: it. And I would find somewhere for the night... And nonetheless, like here come the the bikes because apparently it's a thing that instead of using the street to race, they're gonna race on top of all the cars that are parked on the side of the road.
0: Well, you've got these stunt bikes. You're not gonna run on flat terrain. You gotta ride on some <laughs> yeah, kind I guess of so ramps dirt or bikes, hills.
1: Yeah, so that's true. So this becomes Jack or Jackie Chan. Sorry, this becomes Keong's like <laughs> first interaction with this gang that's obviously gonna be prevalent throughout the film. So. Because the whole race got messed up, the gang does show up to the supermarket and they're trying to steal things. Um, this is where we have our first real action sequence
2: yeah, going a, on. It's like 18 minutes in, by the way. The movie's like an hour and a half long and he doesn't punch someone until 18 minutes in. I yeah. did put that in my notes that this movie started a little slow. Like, yeah. for
1: expecting Jackie it Chan did. action, it took a while to get going. Because did. I didn't really care about Uncle Bill. Because I even missed some scenes. Like, they get, there's a whole wedding and all that. I yeah. didn't even talk the, the, about the, that. But.
2: The basically, the first 10 minutes of this movie is his uncle introducing him to people. Yeah. Oh, this is my nephew, kiyong, This is hmm. my nephew, Keong. It's like, okay, we got it. Yep. Yeah.
0: And, and there's, a, uh, there's a reason for that, too, which I have. Um, I'll talk about it now in a little bit. Okay. So when this movie was recut for the U.S. audience, they cut 17 minutes out of it, and a lot of the stuff that they cut was his actual backstory. So the, the backstory that they provide in the U.S. version is he's just in town to uh, for, for his uncle's wedding. What they cut was the whole backstory of his father getting shot and killed, and um, Keong is actually a police officer in, uh, in, in Hong Kong, and they cut that whole portion of it. So... He, like at the end of the movie, the police kind of let him do his thing. It doesn't make any sense in, in yeah. the context of the U.S. version, but in the in the in the Hong Kong release, he's a cop, and they talk about him being a police officer, and uh, so they kind of let him go about his business because he is a, a trained police officer.
1: So, so there's a scene where he like pretends to show a badge and ends up being his wallet. Yeah, was that actually a badge? And maybe it was like taken out. I don't no, you know?
0: I think um, he probably didn't take his badge with him to to the U.S. I would imagine. So it's probably just like him doing detective work, doing police work, pretending to be. So it it makes more sense the way he's going about things. Axel Foley brings his badge to California in Beverly Hills Cop. He does, but he's also a con artist. Well, that's
1: true, too. Mm -hmm. So, walking home, uh, Keong sees a girl seemingly getting kidnapped. Uh, He tries to help the girl out. It's a trap. And the gang comes out. Mortal Kombat music ensues, which it's got great music. I love it. (laughs) And uh, he he gets the shit kicked out. of Well, he doesn't really get the crap kicked out of him, but he gets cornered in an alleyway, right? And this is when they start. They
0: start basically hitting glass bottles or throwing glass bottles at him, which I've never seen that before. But yeah, they they were just using bats
1: and
2: just shattering it. My question was like, if you hit, I mean, I know they wrap like towels and shirts around them, but if you hit. A bottle with a bat. Isn't it going to break? I would assume so. Before it flies across the alleyway and hits the back of it.
0: No, we can. I mean, we can try it later. Space. Yeah. How are we, you holding bottles? <sighs> okay.
1: And he, um like, there's like eighteen. To, I just moved on. So, <laughs> I mean, there's like eighteen thugs against him. Like, why did they decide that they just needed to? Uh, Sh- you
0: know, hit well, him with that because I thought they were going to
2: kill him. They too. were going to shoot him initially, but then yeah. they're like, "No, let's have some fun." Yeah. So apparently, that was that's that's fun. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a brutal scene, by the way. It, like it I, I, I kind of, I kind of forgot about it, and then when I was watching it, I was like, "Whoa!"
0: Like going back and watching it recently, I I understand why it was rated R now.
2: Yeah, mm, I no. s- I still think it's a little. I mean, it, that scene was brutal, it, but it's not super violent per no. se. I think
1: it probably could have passed today as a PG-13 movie, but yeah, maybe talking. that's a different conversation. Nonetheless, I mean, he's a bloody mess. The girl that he was saving, I guess, feels a little guilty, and uh, Danny ends up seeing him a whole bloody mess. They take him into the apartment, try to fix him all up. He wakes up the next morning. She's gone, um, but Danny's there to kind of tell him what's going on.
0: But Did you uh, skip the part where uh, the person that the girlfriend of the head thug turns out to be Nancy, which is Danny's older sister, the one that's taking care of Danny. Danny's been talking about.
1: Yeah, I did forget to mention that. You sorry. did
0: kind of—that's kind of a major plot point, buddy. Well, you is, have the plot written it, in front of you. Is it a major plot point? There's no major plot points <laughs> <in> this way. <movie. laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, the point is, she feels bad. She sees that he's a bloody mess, and that she's the one that helped cause this. And uh, turns out, you know, obviously she's, she's Danny's sister, the one that takes care of Danny, and um, she starts to kind of reform. Um, really quickly and Very quickly. and I like
1: <laughs> almost uh, conveniently. That's it, it, extremely convenient <laughs> sure. that it ends up happening. Mm-hmm. So as as it goes on, like this gang does not leave Keong alone. Like the next day, they're chasing them all around.
2: Right, and I yeah. love the
1: scene where they're climbing up. Uh, is it the parking garage? And he yeah. somehow hides in this guy's
2: truck. Yeah, like, and it's like <laughs> a it's full of like just balls, right? <laughs> it's just like big inflatable balls.
0: Yeah, they're like bouncy balls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's great.
2: Really, how did, how did he out. get in there? I don't know. How did he get buried in the bouncy balls? I don't know. And that guy is so mad when he finds he is him in there. Pissed.
0: Sure. But he's not mad when the when the thug starts sticking his face in his car.
2: Right. It's weird. It's very strange.
1: Yeah, it is. So, and then after that we we get into what is seemingly the main part of this movie, the plot. It just kind of starts to happen, but you've got a couple black guys and a couple white guys all dressed up in suits. They're in some sort of parking lot and they're making an exchange with diamonds. Now, the diamonds, like there was an I think when Keong was working out one morning, yeah, the, you the, can uh, hear like an announcement. Yeah, the other
2: pajama scene when he's doing like handstands and stuff, in the background they're talking about like a diamond heist, but it's like you might not even notice it unless you're paying attention. Exactly. Did,
0: this is the first time I noticed it seeing this movie. I've seen this movie probably a half a dozen times, maybe more, and this is the first time I actually understood where the diamonds came you're from. You're
1: really quick on that. I watched it once and immediately knew what was going on.
0: Good for you. Yeah, it is good for me. So the diamonds get stolen by these uh, this criminal organization. They're going to sell them to another criminal organization. I get yeah. Deal goes sour. Uh,
1: but how does it go sour? They never it just kind of go sour. Yeah. All of a sudden like yeah the, the one well the one <laughs> yeah. car like, crashes into the building, which is conveniently. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the apartment. Was,
0: what I think happened was um, so the guys that were selling the diamonds, they'd only brought one diamond with them, right And they said they wouldn't show them the rest of the diamonds until they had the money. Yes, so what I think true. was happening is the guys who were selling the diamonds were driving in their car to a different location to get the rest of the diamonds.
2: But they already had them all there, so I couldn't figure that part out. I like this like side like fan fiction you've written for sure. this other uh, unexplained plot <laughs> point.
0: Yeah. So and, and then
2: they just make a wrong turn and end up crashing into the apartment. Into the apartment. Yeah, like right in front of Keong and. Uh, Danny. Danny. Yeah. yeah Danny. And this
1: gang's not messing around. They got damn Uzis and grenades and the the whole thing, which yeah. kinda is out of place at the moment, but pretty badass.
0: Well, and that was part I couldn't figure that was one of the parts I couldn't figure out is they had no problem shooting the place up, but then pretending to be FBI agents later on and coming around to just, you know, sniff out the place and figure out where the diamonds are instead of just shooting everybody and, you know, going through their stuff.
1: Yeah, it was yeah, it didn't make any sense. They
0: to were me. selectively sneaky and I couldn't figure out why. <laughs>
1: yes. So I'm, I do have these notes in front of me, but I keep forgetting. So we do have the diamonds. Angelo, who is one of the gang members, yep, picks up the diamonds. Yep. Yes. Right? And he stuffs them in Danny's wheelchair cushion.
2: Yes. Which, right? which he had complained to his sister earlier about how he needed a new cushion because his cushion was, was in, old. In, yeah. in bad shape. Yeah. Yes.
1: <clears throat> and somehow the cushion <laughs> ends up getting shoved underneath the futon of Danny and uh, Nancy's apartment. Well, yes. It gets they, pushed under there, and so everyone's trying to look for these diamonds, and they can't find them.
0: Yep. But then but then, Keon knows instantly where they are. He knows that they're in these cushions after he thinks about it for a second.
2: Well, because they get the new cushion. Yeah. And I think that's when the old one gets thrown under oh, the that's couch. Oh, right, that's right, because Angelo...
0: Get, uh, for whatever reason, Keong and, and and Nancy fall in love mysteriously. Yeah, that's like so fast, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and at the same time, like I'm thinking too, I wrote this down, what happened to Elena? Because it seemed like Keong and Elena had a thing going. Yeah, they kind
2: of set her up. And well, then here's the other like,
0: crazy thing. And they're like, well, fuck that. The other crazy thing is in the 17 minutes that were cut, he has a girlfriend in Hong Kong that they talk about.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, Jackie Chan is a player. I mean, <laughs> We all got
1: to see his bulge earlier. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's you know, that's, apparently, that's good. Apparently,
0: different zip code instantly means he can mess around whenever he wants.
1: And, and plus, it's Vancouver, it's not New York. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, right <good laughs> enough, of course. <laughs> yeah.
0: Looser morals there, apparently.
1: Exactly. So. They do
2: have he, – he goes to a dance club. Oh, boy.
1: Young. This oh is boy. another
2: <laughs> – Like, I, I feel like we could talk about this club for, like, ten minutes because there's a giant stained glass window. Yeah. It looks like a church. Right, and there's, there's a cage, and inside Nancy's dancing in a bikini, and there's a tiger walking around the outside of the cage. There's two cages. There's a big cage right.
0: and a little cage inside the big cage holding Nancy – And then in between the little cage and the big cage is a tiger walking around with no apparent way for her to get in and out without getting eaten by the tiger.
2: Right. And like, I was very perturbed. There's like a band playing on stage with instruments and drums, but the music in the club is like a techno, like, you know, dance beat. And it's like, they're (laughs) not playing that that. song. No, (laughs) it's all like EDM and it's a bunch of people with like regular instruments playing. It's very odd. I could not figure that club out.
1: What I loved about the club is how would you not have known that the gang was going to be there?
2: Yeah, the gang has been everywhere that Kyung has been so far. Right?
1: And but he, so sure enough, like they're sitting at the bar having a drink, and oh, what a shocker of a fucking gang member shows up and sees them.
2: <laughs> no,
0: the craziest part is Nancy invites him to the place, thinking it'd be a good place for them to talk, knowing that she's still the girlfriend of the gang leader, <laughs> and he's gonna hang out there with his girlfriend at the place she works.
1: Yeah, I don't know what Nancy's thinking there.
0: This movie is
1: insane. It it is, and so obviously the the gang leader, which I did not catch his name. Um, it is Tony. Tony, that's right. You are right. Tony. Tony's pissed, and like it is more backlash against Keong and the supermarket. So <laughs> the next day, they um, they go back to this marketplace, and this time they completely destroy the joint.
0: Yeah. Well and Kyung's not there. Yeah, Keung's Keung's out not hanging there. Hanging out with Nancy. He, wow.
2: he is on a, a ridiculous date scene yeah. where he is on a bicycle built for two <laughs> with Nancy and they're like pulling Danny in the wheelchair behind him. Yeah. <laughs> and they're getting like ice cream. It's it is the weirdest. <laughs> and, and Angelo shows up, tries to get the cushion. From the wheelchair. Oh, that's right. He pushes Danny yeah, over. Yeah, like, Danny is constantly getting pushed around in this movie. <laughs> yes, he, does. he Like He can't walk. I hope he's He wasn't crippled. handicapped in
1: real life, because he got beat
2: up in this movie. It's, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I laughed a little, but then I felt bad about it. Well, and I didn't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I kept I, I, laughing. I laughed, unfortunately.
1: Uh-huh. So, Elena's pissed, and, and she should be. And then, and then Keon doesn't even say, like, I'm sorry when he, when he shows
0: up to the supermarket and is like, Oh shit, this place looks rough. Well, here's my here's my issue with that. He's only going to be there for like a week, yeah. maybe a little bit longer, and just until his uncle gets back. Is that what we determine? I didn't yeah. really feel he like was that just, was determined. He was
1: yeah, just he, staying at the house. Yeah, until his uncle why the hell? So Uncle Bill gets married, then immediately
2: takes off. Is well, it like his well, honeymoon. Yeah, and yeah. He, he says something to the effect of like, "Oh, when he comes back from his honeymoon, we're going to go back to Hong Kong together." Like, yeah. thing So uh, I think he's
0: going to take his new wife back to Hong Kong with him, so he can so they can meet the the actual family there as well. And uh, so Kyung's only supposed to be there for, like, you know, a week, maybe two weeks. And Elaine is mad because he wasn't there one day when he's not even going to be
2: there permanently. Right. And what I couldn't get is that she specifically is like, oh, you weren't here and you were on a date. Like, how did she know what he was doing? Yeah. How did she know he was on that date?
0: I don't know.
1: It's a great question that we'll never find the answer it's to. It's true. No. Nonetheless... um. Keong's pissed now because the supermarket's destroyed so he like goes right for the gang headquarters which is some fun building that's got all sorts of Pinball machines and pool ball tables and uh, yeah, I, old I would, appliances, all sorts of fun shit. There's
2: a lot of refrigerators and TVs. Yeah. I was like, "Is this an old ABC warehouse?" <laughs> that's what it's more hanging out
1: or a current ABC warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: that's right. Wait, stick it to ABC <laughs> yeah, warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they never become a Boom. sponsor of our
1: show. <laughs> that's right. You take that Johnny ABC or whatever his name is. It was Gordy, wasn't it? Gordy, take that Gordy. Yeah, <laughs> douche. Anyway. <laughs> And and they have this awesome fighting scene in in this gang you know hangout. Yeah, it yeah. was great. It yeah, was that, awesome. That is They're like, fighting on the pool pon- on the pool pond <laughs> on the pool table. Uh, he like shoves this guy into the refrigerator yeah. like six times. It's, yeah.
2: it's like the best scene in the movie. It like- is.
0: It, because he's using every single thing yeah. around him. Anything he can find, he's using as yeah. either a weapon or an obstacle.
2: The bottles on the table, the that ski. That was great. S-
0: oh, my God. the bo- It was so
2: subtle. Just the way they were... Like, they're grasping for the bottles, and he's, like, kicking them out of the way and breaking them. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, it was awesome. And, and he, then the ski pole. The ski the, the at the end.
2: Yeah, when he's just hit... Oh, man. it's the It's literally the best scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It I, is really
1: good. I, it is really good, but I defer for what... I have a different opinion of the best oh. scene of this movie. Oh, well, and Zuma, we're not, Zuma, we're Zuma not Zuma there Zuma. Right oh. either. <laughs> Don't you worry. And then... So then the leader just, like, I guess realizes, shit, we can't beat this guy. And he just, like, gives up. He's like, you know what? We're done. We're yeah. not going to fight this out anymore. Yeah. You, you can have my girl. Th- this is over.
0: No, and then he, he... He he says something
2: in... Um, well, Cantonese. Well, hold John. on. No, no,
1: There's a great thing that he says in Cantonese.
2: <laughs> he says two things, okay? First, he says something in English, which I, I have. If, right. if you, Yeah, no, no, Permit, yes, me, please, permit please. me. I won't do a Jackie Chan voice for it, but... <laughs> that shit's be, racist. For the best. Yeah, I will not do that. We've already got
1: enough uh, issue comments here.
2: He's, so the, the, Tony ends the fight, you know, and he's like, go ahead and leave, and, and Jackie Chan, or Keong, says, I don't know what you are thinking. You can spend the rest of your life beating up people and robbing them. Why lower yourself? Don't you know you're the scum of society? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then he says in Cantonese, he says, "I hope next time we meet, we won't be fighting each other. Instead, we'll be drinking tea together."
0: <laughs> Philosophical. It's very good.
2: Very thought provoking. Did he mean that? <laughs> yeah, because the the one guy that speaks Cantonese, Tony's like, "What do you say?" <laughs> and then he tells them, and he's like, "Did he mean it?" And the guys like, "Yeah, yeah." And it works though, because it turns yeah. the gang around. Totally. They're buds after that, mm-hmm. which is weird that he'd want to be that he'd want to be friends with
0: with a bunch of gang members. Well, he's new in town. Yeah, fair enough. And a- he's not sticking around anyway. What does it matter?
1: A- and the movie is called Rumble in the Bronx, so you got to make it work somehow. Yeah. Anyway, Keong discovers the diamonds. I didn't think he discovered the diamonds at this point. You you led me to believe that maybe he did know that the diamonds were in the cushion. Um, I felt like I, now no, he figures it out. Yeah, it is now because that he figures the white it out. guys, the you know, the guys that faked being the
2: FBI, like they. I'm trying to remember how do they figure well, out? No, how do they, they grab they, them all and they, they put them in the? They, they know that Angelo has or took the diamonds, so they yeah. kidnap two of the gang members. That's right. When they're at the market, that's destroying right. When they were it. destroying the supermarket. I did forget. And that. they 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 feed one of them into a wood chipper, which is yes. fucked up, right? But they, it's, again, it's the go with this movie being rated R bizarrely. It's not a violent scene. No, you it's, don't really it's implied see it. they don't show it. Yeah. So they send the you do see the mountains in the background. It's true. You do. <laughs> and they, a river. They send the living gang member back with garbage bags full of the guy that got mixed up. <laughs> That's, in the, right. That's
0: crazy because he's dragging two garbage <laughs> yeah. bags like they don't weigh anything, but the reality is they got 200
2: pounds of chopped up dude in them. And it's like right after this fight ends, like literally right after that line about drinking tea together, yeah. and he comes in. <laughs> and I really love the part where like Kyung's going to leave and Nancy runs over and is like, oh Kyung, a friend of mine just got murdered. <laughs> 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 and he turns around and comes back. <laughs> This movie makes no sense.
1: (laughs) No, it doesn't. They they end up being in Danny and Nancy's apartment. They're the, the white FBI fake other drug lord guys are like, where are the diamonds? They're they're throwing Danny literally. Oh yeah, he gets, he the gets hit and yes. thrown, and it is
0: <laughs> he gets picked up and shaked and then thrown on the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it's brutal. It is brutal. Then he tries to sell off Nancy's diamonds to uh, to the one guy. He's yeah. like, "What the hell are these?" And then beats him up. some yeah, more. Yeah, he like
2: gives him a good
1: woman uh, he There, like in the he's corner corner just a kid. Yeah, he's just a kid. He's just a kid. Yeah. And then that's when Keong ends up finding that the the diamonds that's are under the are under yeah, the couch in the couch in the old cushion yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so that gets figured out keon tries some crazy stunt trick ends up getting in a brawl with those guys i like it how he tries
2: to throw um is it a football helmet yeah at him yeah the one guy's really big and he like punches him and the guy like shrugs it off and laughs and like then danny throws him a football helmet <laughs>
0: no, no no
1: no no, wait wait hold no, on that was First, a football helmet then it's no, so, like no. channel locks you're
2: missing
0: you're missing some, you're missing the point here Keyung has a gun in his hand, It's true. And the thug is not scared of the gun. He's not scared of the football, helmet, he the But gun. he's scared of the fucking
1: wrench. <laughs> well, he hits
2: him he's with a He's scared the football of a wrench, helmet. not a
1: gun. Did you see the size of those channel locks? They were intense. Doesn't matter. Does I not matter. So then he gets on the phone with the leader, White Tiger, we find yeah. out is his name. White, white <laughs> Tiger.
0: <laughs> who's what? Play, who's playing golf in like a full Scottish golf outfit in front of an audience? Say, yeah. He's in the PGA Tour.
2: Which is like so weird. I, I'm sure you saw this, but they're like, they added like two uh, scenes for mm-hmm. this US release. And it's like... The two scenes they added, like, Nancy and Young escape the club, and White Tiger receives a phone call before <laughs> making a putt. It's like, you added that? Yeah. That was what was missing in the plot. Right.
0: Not the whole backstory of, of Keung being a cop. You can cut that, but let's add a golf golf scene. Yeah. Jim
1: Nance is missing, too, because we need him <laughs> to get on there and be like, all right, White Tiger is, is
0: up at the green. Hello, I mean, hello friends. That would have made it ten times better. Yes, it would have.
1: So... You know, they're they're about to make an exchange, I guess. They want to get rid of these damn diamonds. All well right?
2: well the gang or white tigers. Oh gosh, white tigers <laughs> hoodlums have Tony and Nancy That's basically right. held Trying hostage to, to try and make the trade for the diamonds.
0: Yeah, and by this point they've Keong has contacted the police and the police well, wire him. He thinks No no no. no.
1: That's not yet. Well, because they were supposed to meet at the supermarket. Yeah, I do oh, love this. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, is this your to favorite meet? scene? It's yeah. not, but I, it is a great one. Actually at this part on to the end I love this movie. Yeah, cuz <laughs> it, cause it, it, it t- just goes from crazy to ridiculous. Because they're after like after this point.
2: Yeah, cuz they're like questioning like <laughs> Angelo, or somehow they they get into the head that they're like oh he owns the supermarket right?
0: Yeah. So that's, oh that's right yeah they think they think Keong owns the supermarket because yeah.
2: he because he bizarrely goes there with the diamonds to talk to and, a,
0: and
1: fucking Keong is gonna get Elena in the middle of this even more yeah like yeah let's meet at the supermarket that I don't own so I don't, <laughs> give, I don't give a shit what happens here yeah so they. They end up, they chain, yeah, somehow they with, chain the <laughs> with supermarket yeah, without, without them noticing. Without them
0: noticing, and in about maybe five to ten yeah. minutes. And
1: an apartment shows up, too. Where in the hell did that staircase come from earlier in the
0: movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man.
1: Right? But they literally. They,
0: <laughs> they they chain up. all of a sudden,
1: there's this, <laughs> there's this revolving staircase. Yeah, <laughs> right in the middle of the place. I don't know, like, where the hell did this come from? <laughs> I'm like in tears right now. <laughs> Can fucking sense? And then
2: Elena starts taking a shit. Yeah, I, was, I felt I was like, really? I was like, does she have to be on the toilet in this scene? I was like, why? And then this truck tears down
1: the entire apartment. It rips it's out all the of the support beams.
2: Yeah. It tears off like the whole front of the oh, supermarket. God. And she's sitting there in the toilet, still. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then she stands up with no there pants on and yeah. she's pissed. Yeah.
2: She stands up with no pants.
0: Probably pissed. Herself.
2: Wow, But that's not, You're your, really not, your ju- not your favorite scene, though. <laughs> favorite scene, though. <laughs> Just to clarify. You can't breathe right now, but that <laughs> is not your favorite like scene. I'm looking tears
0: over here. <laughs> You um, better rate this movie shit. high. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, you gotta take over for a minute. Alright, <laughs> so, so then they finally call the
2: police. Uh, yeah. Right, and they wire... They, they're like, hey, this gang, it's led by White Tiger but we've never seen them we want to put you in with a wire get a, you know get him to give up white tiger and they meet him at like a restaurant down at the docks
0: yep and then there's a line <laughs> the police commissioner says that I don't oh, even know why he I, says it. I, I wrote that when he's I testing the microphones. Too. We yeah, all wrote it down. He all the microphone. things you can say. He says this. Here comes Ahab the
2: Aver. <laughs> <laughs> why? I, uh, I wrote that in my notes and I said, really? Like, why? Why is that the note? Oh. Uh. <sighs> alright.
1: I think I got it back together. Okay. So, alright. So, they go to the docks. They're eating lunch or they're just meeting at a table um looks like a deal is going to get done but it it goes south or whatever uh keong has to start running away he's jumping over garages they figure out that there's a wire white Mm -hmm. tiger actually tips them off like he's probably got a wire on him type of deal um and finally the cops are trying to chase after this this white tiger syndicate and how do they escape on a hovercraft, <laughs> and this is my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> is the- this
2: hovercraft chasing around? Well, and he's like, uh, he's like water skiing behind it, right? Yeah, yeah. He is. Wh- he's
0: barefoot waters. Well, he's got shoes he's on. Got shoes on. But yeah. he's but he's barefoot water skiing basically
2: on, yeah. f- with his shoes. Right. I love it. Which is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, and it's a- he's actually doing it too. So.
2: I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, we yeah. haven't really highlighted that enough. But everything he's doing in this movie, he's doing himself.
0: Yeah. Everything. There's no special. Everything's practical. Like yeah. I, I didn't even see wire work.
2: No. no,
1: not at all. And so like all this slapstick s- shit starts happening with this this hovercraft <laughs> going all around New York City. <laughs> "Quote unquote." Essentially, yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> so for instance like they're on the beach and there's this baby that's about to get around. Oh my god, <laughs> baby toss! <laughs> right? And then this baby clearly is not a baby at this point, but Jackie fucking tosses his baby like five yards to the mom, Yeah. and then he gets run over by the hovercraft! Right. He gets run over by the hovercraft, and but, but luckily he's, he's in sand because he just sank. Yeah. He's totally fine. His jean yeah. his, his his jacket
2: fine. is ripped a little.
1: Yeah. Oh, so good. Then he keeps going, and this scene like starts reminding me of like you know when Goldeneye when um yeah with the when Pierce the tank. yeah that's what this that yeah. reminded yeah. me yeah that's exactly what this was yeah and so then there's a rich guy in a Lamborghini he gets run over. And the car's all scratched up and beat up and all that. And then this is my favorite part. So then there's this rock concert going on in the middle <laughs> of the street. The drummer, you know, they're all just, you know, there's a bunch of people there dancing and yeah. shit. And the rock band's going and the drummer sees the yeah. hovercraft and simply says, Hovercraft! hovercraft. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't stop. They <laughs> keep playing. Uh, and everyone just kind of, you know, chills out. Like, sweet, hovercraft, this is awesome. Meanwhile, Kiang steals the Lambo, attaches oh, like no, a he saw. No, sti- he see. of course, there's an antique yeah, stealer
0: anti- right next to yeah. where he's at.
1: Conveniently. With and a he- giant serrated sword. sword. Yeah, giant
2: serrated sword, yeah. yeah. Is that what it was? I thought it was like a saw. No, it was a giant sword. I was laughing too much at this point. I, I, I just uh, just to go back like one second. There's a part in here like when he falls off the hovercraft and like lands in front of the van. Yeah. And I remember this like vividly from like the trailers and stuff for this, where the guy asks him, where he's like, "Oh, are you okay?" And he's just, "No, no," and just runs <laughs> off. It's <laughs> yeah. like, and I remember that yeah. being in the trailers for this. Yep. I remember right. that too. So
1: then you know he ends up he he rips through the hovercraft, captures everybody, and now it's time to go after White Tiger. <laughs> they duct tape the hovercraft back together. Well
0: and then but then they let Keon drive <laughs> the hovercraft like, with all of his friends. Right. Yep. Like they, <laughs> they,
2: they bring that like uh Nancy and Tony's there and mm-hmm. Elena and they let him drive the hovercraft. But, the, but why? Why did they let him drive the not hovercraft? Not only that,
0: they let him drive the hovercraft. And how far is the golf course? Well, that's the thing. They don't know who White Tiger is. They've no, never seen him. They don't. How do they know where he is? And how do they know who to run over with
2: the hovercraft? I don't know. And why do they let him do that? And, and answer me this, why when they run him over does it rip his clothes off? I do not have the
0: answer. And I the don't know. And
1: the
2: one guy I gets, I do not know. He, he doesn't get run over. He, he gets airborne yeah. into a tree. Yeah. Yeah. It bumps, it barely bumps him and he flies. Forward into the tree, <laughs> but then it runs over White Tiger and rips off all his clothes. And like, the, you see his bare butt, you see his White Tiger bare ass. Yeah, it's like, oh, basically the last shot, except for them like celebrating in the hovercraft. And then yeah. done, and that's it, it's over. Yeah, and then it goes into the blooper, the blooper rail. But wait, hold on a second. Yeah, why do they let him drive the hovercraft?
0: I don't, I you've do. asked, me. You've <laughs> asked, asked this, like, no four one times, has given me
2: a know. satisfactory answer.
0: The cops okay, probably so don't give a shit at this my point. Guess is, my guess is... <laughs> right, the diamonds are saved at this point. It's one of those scenes well, that got cut.
2: Yeah, maybe. No, th- I,
0: with him being a cop. Maybe, I think he, maybe he says, I You're overly optimistic. I don't think yeah, they had I think it was just like
2: this. I think it was just like, it's kind of funny if he does it. <laughs> I mean, it it's just exactly funny. what it was. So. With the
0: gang members and everybody else in there.
2: Yeah, I mean, him and Tony, they were buds then.
0: So what my question is then, do they press charges on Tony for wrecking the store? Yeah, I what d- happened to the store? Well, it's wrecked. Uh, yeah, it I was... know. Well, but Do you know was... what I wondered, too? Like, they were going to make the
1: diamond exchange at the supermarket. You fucking destroyed the supermarket. There's a good, solid chance you weren't going to ever see
2: those diamonds again. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, not sure about well, that. Well, no,
0: because at one point, White Tiger says, forget the diamonds. He says that after he figures out there's a
1: wire. So that's not until later. Yeah. Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah, that's when they're shaking him down in the boathouse. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> This movie makes even Shaking them sense. down uh, to, to that wrestling underwear. That I think you like. might have found the one plot hole. The one <laughs> plot hole. Yeah, that's all that there The was. one thing that doesn't make sense in this thing. movie. It's got to be that cut footage, guys. It's got to be there. <laughs> we need to get the, the Hong Kong version with 17 more minutes of footage. We do. We absolutely do. So, so then the movie
0: ends. Yeah, we gave this
2: a pretty thorough... Uh... A pretty thorough scrub. There's yeah. a couple
0: things that I do want to talk about. So the whole movie the whole movie is um, redubbed. So in the original, like while they were filming it, everyone spoke their own native language. So half the cast was speaking English, the other half was speaking Chinese or Cantonese, and then, it, then they would just redubbed the whole thing. But the American version, for whatever reason, they dubbed out some of the swear words. <laughs> so you can still see them say things like shit and damn, but they've been dubbed out.
2: Which is odd if you're going to have an R-rated movie anyways. Exactly. What's the difference?
0: I, I really, I do not know. My
1: wife attempted to watch this movie with me. Yeah, and she said watching the dubs were giving her a headache. <laughs> <laughs> it just was not working for her. She's like, I'm going to bed.
0: <laughs> did you, so she didn't stay for the very, very end?
1: No. She made it like 10 minutes in. How did it's like, you guys I can't do this? So, did
0: you, did you. Had you ever seen a movie with like bloopers like that at the end? So the yeah. movie ends with all whole, Jackie
1: Chan's movies end up like, right. up like that.
2: Pop quiz,
0: hot shot. I had a pop quiz for you guys. All right. So, do you know why Jackie Chan includes. A blooper reel at the end of all of his movies.
1: I'm gonna guess like maybe like a disclosure, like
2: kids don't do this at home.
0: Nope. Joe, any idea? Uh I don't know. I don't know if you know this or not.
2: I, I don't think I do, but I'll take a guess. Sure. I don't know, maybe to like pay tribute to all the stunt actors and stuff who worked on it. And, like the Not that
0: noble. Not right. even that okay. noble. Do you guys know what Jackie Chan's very first American appearance in the movie was? No. His first appearance was in a movie called Cannonball Run oh. with, with Burt Reynolds yep. and Dom DeLuise, a comedy, cross-country race comedy. In that <clears throat> movie, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise and the, they included bloopers at the end of their movie. Jackie Chan liked it so much that he puts it in all of his movies.
2: Oh, I would not have guessed that. Nope. I liked Joe and I's
0: ideas yeah. better. Yeah, it was, it was much more noble. Which, but, just, you
2: know. Like, side note, I like how you're calling it a blooper reel. I've never seen so many blooper reels where people are getting carried off in stretchers. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> hilarious. True. I thought it was funny.
1: <laughs> Did you guys read that he, Jackie Chan himself,
2: busted his leg pretty bad? Yeah, when he's jumping onto the hovercraft. Yeah, and no. it's, it's the shot that they used in the movie. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, I you watch and you're like, ooh, yeah, he you're didn't like, like, land holy right. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> And, and then they said that he had a cast for the rest of the shooting and they they covered it up pretty good.
0: Not only that, he had a cast for that whole movie, but he was also concurrently filming another movie at the same time <laughs> which came out a few months before Rumble in the Bronx did. So in that entire movie he's got a broken leg.
1: Jeez. Just watching this movie and other martial arts Jackie Chan movies, I mean, kudos to these stuntmen and these guys that are willing to just Put their body on the line for a oh, goddamn yeah, absolutely. movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy.
0: Especially it's something like this where it's literally done all practical. There's no special effects. No, it's right. all people doing what you're seeing on the screen. Right. Yeah. And in, in a lot of cases, there's no safety equipment. There's no mats for them to land on no. because the way it's filmed, it's almost shot gorilla style where they're just filming it as it's happening and then splicing it together because it is so low budget. Well,
1: and like jumping from the parking garage yeah. to that building, there's there's no one, like you can see it in yeah. the reel. Like there's there's nobody down there in the pooper no, reel. It's, like it, if he misses that jump, yeah. he's fucking
0: dead. And that's yeah. a crazy jump. Like that's... Yeah, that's nuts. That is insane. Is. That is absolutely insane. He is without a doubt I would say the the most authentic action star and, in, yeah. in film. And people love Jackie Chan.
1: You know, everyone loves sure. you know, I know you didn't you said whatever about Rush Hour, but I mean that was a movie that turned him from being an action movie star to being like everyone can enjoy Jackie Chan yeah, at I that agree. point. You well, know, my wife loves Rush Hour, and you know, that's why she wanted to sit down and watch some of this movie, because I told her it's a Jackie Chan movie, she's like, oh, I love,
0: I love Jackie Chan. Like, people love the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and it has nothing to do with the Americanization of this movie. And, and he's it's clean as, him.
1: yeah, and he's clean as can be, too. I don't remember him swearing in the movie at all. I mean, he's got, uh, I think the gangster no, swear. No, in this movie, yeah.
0: In, in life, he has, there's some controversy, but he is, uh, uh some rate some some uh racist tendencies Ooh, boy. oh really yeah there's against I don't remember who it is not it's not like it's, it's something' something specific to to Chinese people I don't remember exactly what it is but there is some kind of controversy um some some racial ten- ra- uh racist tendencies
1: oh did did you see that this movie won an award
0: yeah I did I, I the saw Hong that Hong Kong too. Film yeah. festival
1: <laughs> yeah oh I, I had a different whole oh oh
0: so so the movie the one I have is he, uh, it won best action choreography yeah. at the uh, Hong Kong Film Awards in 1996. Yeah. That, that sounds, which is basically like the Hong Kong Oscars. That, that sounds
1: fantastic. Mine is not that <laughs> reputable. Uh-oh. Oh boy. At the MTV oh. <laughs> movie awards. Yep. Reputable. Best fighting scene. Ooh, a golden popcorn. That's mm-hmm. right. 1996.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, other than that, there's really not a lot to talk about as far as the music goes. Um, except for the very, very close. They added this, uh, New Line Cinema, when they bought the rights to this, added. Uh, an Americanized song, it, basically an American song, to the end credits in the blooper reel because it mentions Jackie Chan in it, and it's uh, Ash. Uh, it's by a band called Ash, and it's a song called Kung Fu. Uh, we'll put a little bit on for you right now, and we can watch the sweet, uh, sweet blooper yeah. reel as well.
2: That's where he broke his ankle. Yeah. Oh, oh.
1: There he is on the stretcher.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> oh, 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 and Come on, Chan. oh, 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 oh. <laughs>
2: It is so, a really good little punky song. Yeah, there.
0: it is. I actually have a copy of this on of a particular do. CD.
2: Do you remember which one it's on, Joe? Yeah, I was going to bring this up. I was going to ask you if you remember. Oh, what I other totally remember because it, I think you and I are the only two people that own this CD. Yeah, it's the the soundtrack for the movie Angus. Uh huh. That's yeah. exactly
0: right. Yeah, starring
2: oh, a young uh, James. That
1: used more than once. Huh? In yeah, a
0: movie? the Angus soundtrack it is great. Is really, it's really, really good. good. It's got a bunch of. Uh, well, I guess they were they were rarities at the time, not so much now. Yeah, but, like uh, Jamie by Weezer.
2: Oh and, uh, mm, no, not Jamie! It's, no, it's, uh, you gave your you love gave to it softly. Yeah. Right, sorry,
0: Jamie is on the DGC
2: rarities. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's a good soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Side note, yeah. Yep.
0: Well, are we? Uh, are we ready to rate this guy? I think we are. Awesome. All right, boys. So, so, I was so uh, say, who wants to go
2: first? Or? We're gonna let the guests go first. <sighs> you know, and, and it's it's well, out of five machine guns. It's out, it's out, out, out of five, five, and you can do half. Okay, because you know, going into this, I thought. I knew what I was going to give it. But throughout our discussion, I think I might have changed my opinion a little bit. I think I'm going to give it three machine guns. And, you know, it's not a great movie from a sense of plot or anything like that. But uh, the action in it is so good. And just knowing that he did all of that himself. And I do have a bit of a soft spot for it because I did love it so much when we first saw it and watching it so many times on VHS. But, yes, I'm going to go with three machine guns for it nice Sphinx I, I gave it three and a half I really did I it was <laughs>
1: wow highly entertaining it was a slow start but after that this movie is a ton of fun. Great action the stunt coordination is fantastic you know like it was mentioned earlier the, the plot is not the point of this movie The point of this movie is to have a good time and enjoy yourself and I thoroughly was enjoyed throughout this entire thing made me laugh made me enjoy it. I love it. I'll give it three and a half.
0: I love this movie as well. I think I am also going to give it a three and a half. <laughs> um, if if for no other reason than just my appreciation of what it took to make this movie. Uh, just the, the level of commitment that every single one of the stunt performers had into... Uh, I mean, just can you imagine the rehearsal for the fight scene in the uh, in the warehouse with all the props? Yeah. And the, the, it just blows my mind, like what these people had to go through to put what they did on film. And you make one little mistake, you got to do the whole shoot over. Oh, yeah. The whole thing, because a lot of the shots, they're tracking shots that are basically one shot. It's yeah. one camera following the action. It's almost like watching a live action um, Rube Goldberg experiment.
2: Yeah. It's like if you're if you are hesitant to watch this movie, at least pull up that fight scene in the warehouse and watch it. God, yes.
0: You know what? You, you need to watch forward, this movie. Watch I the don't movie. care
2: who you are. Watch you this could, movie. You could
0: fast forward between every single action scene and just watch the action scenes yeah. and love the movie.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: And, and hopefully, you'll start crying, laughing when you see the lady trying to take a poop and everything too. <laughs> you know, that's all she's trying to do. You know, and that hovercraft
2: scene. I, have, do, can, you, can you think of the last when you've ever seen a hovercraft in a movie besides this? I cannot. And the funny thing was, is that when I knew I was going to watch this, one of the only things I remembered about it was the hovercraft. I was <laughs> like, there's a hovercraft in this movie, <laughs> and I think a Lamborghini that he wedges a sword into.
1: Yeah. That Lamborghini was probably the most expensive part of this yeah, movie. It probably they, was. They, and they got destroyed
0: trashed. It. Yeah, they they trashed it. They trashed it. Did you notice trashed. how, like, it looked like a fake gold paint on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they ran over it and it turned probably the color, the color it normally was, was that silver color.
2: Yeah, for sure. All
0: right. So I, I think we put this movie to bed for the most part. That sounds like it. I'm ready for this. Uh, so we appreciate you guys listening to the Last Action podcast uh, and joining us every Mondays. Uh, don't forget, though, to enjoy everything on Gamezilla Media. Uh, go to gamezillamedia.com. You can find. All of the products we got, uh, Gamezilla podcast, which streams live on Monday nights. Then they broadcast the show on Tuesdays. We've got Noobs and Dragons. It's our D and D podcast. Game- Gamezilla
1: Alpha as well, mm-hmm. uh, which Alpha. is on certain topics for modern
0: video gaming
1: and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, they do. They do. You know, bringing a lot of people. Uh, you know, they interview. Yeah, they bring a lot of so people. To yeah, too. Yeah. Then have got Legend of Retro, which is m- one of my favorites, my son's favorite. We were listening to. The episode today about pirates, gold, and uh, I enjoyed that episode quite a bit. I I like it. There's this
1: douchebag on it though named Chops that sometimes <laughs> rubs me the wrong way.
0: Yeah, he farts a lot too, which was really unpleasant. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, the other person on that show, Craig WK. Craig also does long plays, so he'll sit uh, on YouTube and play basically just play through games. Uh, so there's and um, plenty for you to enjoy. There's tons. There's tons. And and if you like the content, we urge you to join our Patreon. Um, the money that you donate to Patreon helps us do things like do, do more podcasts. We can do, uh, provide you with different content like behind the DM screen. Um, we can provide you with special events like if we happen to go see a movie together and uh, maybe, we, maybe we do like a little live review of it while we're there. Uh, Patreon's a great way to support the shows and to get a little extra out of GameZilla Media. Uh, and you can find all this information. You can find information about uh, us on social media. Whether it's on Twitter or on Instagram at last action Or at, at last last at last action PCAST. Last action PCAST, correct. Or you can find us on Facebook at last action podcast. Uh, and uh, again, go to gamesillomedia.com for all the other shows information. And uh, and we appreciate you listening. However, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. It sure has. But
1: We'll be back. Well, except for Joe.
2: Yeah, it's true. Maybe someday he'll be back. I'll I'll come back. He better come back. And thank you, Joe, for being with us. Of course, guys. It was a lot of fun. Did you want to plug anything? I got nothing to plug. This podcast (laughs) that I'll be on at some point. Okay. I laughed about the plug joke. We'll be back.